Welcome back, everyone, to Latinas Watching Bravo. And I was just saying, I felt like a lot of little things happened in this episode. So I wanted to get into it with the ladies, our Potomac correspondents. Uh, first of all, I love Karen and Ray coming in in the, these, uh, is it fedoras or the, what is it called? called the hat? Yeah, fedoras. fedoras. <laughs> and her blue suits. Yes, yes. double with the blue dress on. I love it. <laughs> I was very it was excited. cute. It was cute. Their little dance and whatnot. And so we're picking up after this um, Ashley and G fight, which we jump into. But right before we get into that, uh, Eddie mentions that mom has made contact, which was really sweet. Oh, yeah. If anyone remembers. um, Does anyone remember that story? I remember it in fragments for listeners that might not be familiar from earlier seasons. I think it was. He didn't know the mom was upset because he didn't want her to marry Wendy. Right. 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 I can't remember why, but I, that's the reason like they were not happy or them moving or something. I don't know. I can't, there was something to it that was specific and I can't remember. Never mind. And I didn't, didn't it have to do with like them being from like different tribes or something? I think so. Nigerian culture. I think so. There was something about that. And I can't remember exactly what it was, but I remember when they talked about it last season, I was like, wow, she really took it. Oh, because the moms were fighting, I think. So like, you might be right. Eddie's mom had like a beef with Wendy's mom um, within that, like the Nigerian community. And and then she was like, no, you're not going to marry the daughter. And then they did, but they've known each other since high school. And then they did. And now she hasn't spoken to him in like, what, eight, eight, 10 years, maybe, maybe more since they've been married. Um, So sorry for new listeners uh, if we messed up that story, but that's the gist of it. And so she's made contact and I thought that was really cool um, because I yeah, can't imagine. They didn't come to the baby's ceremony. Yes. That was really tough. Like, that oh, that's sad. right. She had the big Nigerian he ceremony. He invited them to it. That's too, right. Yeah. Oh yeah. She didn't go. So um, I thought that was great to hear. And so now we get into it. First question, ladies, how is it pronounced? Alzheimer's Alzheimer's. <laughs> How are you all falling on this all the right way? Well, well, I had I had someone like back in the day call it old timers. Right. Like, what? Yeah. And no, no, it's Alzheimer's with a Z. Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's. Char, what do you say? Yeah. I mean, it's it's spelled like that. What I don't know is like, okay, so if it came from like a German word or something, right? Like, is there a maybe slightly different pronunciation? Maybe right because Budweiser people... is Budweiser if it's yeah, spelled the, in right. the German way, but we right. say Budweiser. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't know if they make it more. The Z maybe sounds hits harder, you know, like and it could by an American person maybe be right. like bastardized, you know. <laughs> and then people <laughs> yeah. called it like old timers, and it goes together. So Definitely up. growing up, I always heard it as the joking sounds like old timers, like yeah, you know, yeah. And then somewhere in my twenties, I always thought it, it did have the alt sound alzheimer's but then somewhere i changed over to alzheimer's yeah. but after this episode i googled it <laughs> i googled oh, several, wait, 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 the whole google say? <laughs> yeah, okay several don't, don't offend mary crosby now <laughs> oh god <laughs> um okay so all the separate websites collectively say it's 
Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's. Okay. And they even okay. did it all slow. They did it slow and dramatic. Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's. <laughs> okay, Alzheimer's. But okay. Um, several other sites did say, I guess it was that hard T, and there's the confusion. But it's um, not when you said when you way, slowed no it down. In it. There's when no tea. No like with the German accent, I could hear how the T could hit. How the T like, hits. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So um people were just kind of like. And in the comments, people were like, I've always said Alzheimer's, like with a T. So people are in the comments also. Uh, great oh. debates of uh, <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> So now I thought it was really funny that this was, or, or not funny, but I, it's just interesting, right? That I didn't know this was uh, absolute, you don't go there zone with younger women that date older men. I thought that was an interesting, you know, where Mia's like, Ashley should know better because Ashley says, you know, um, what is it? She says something first, amnesia. She says, what do you have? Amnesia G? Because he's, you know, he's trying to just be nice. Do you guys think she should have let it go? Or what do you guys think about this whole G and Ashley situation? I think both of them should have let it go. Like when she was just like, leave me alone. He should have just shut the fuck up and like leave mm-hmm. her alone. Like why would still pick on her? There's no point. I mean, I guess he was drunk, right? And doing his extra At the thing. crab boil? Is this the crab boil it, thing? On the bus. Remember when? Oh, on the bus. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. should have let not, it go then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then secondly, she could have brought it up maybe like whatever. That, that doesn't bother me that she said something, but she, she was again making the jabs and taking it like way too far. She was just cranky because she's a mom and she's tired and he's <laughs> Like old and tired. Yeah. <laughs> They're both just cranky and they need They're a nap. They're both tired. Everyone needs a nap. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's how this starts, right? Because he says, I could be yeah. doing so much more. I could be sleeping. And then I don't know how that transitioned over. And uh, and then Giselle carried the bone and said, did you ever apologize to Ashley? Enter Giselle. And yeah. that's kind of how that, it's that happened. Dumb. It's like, but I, I still don't like it when like husbands fight or argue yeah. with like a friend like I would never let my husband Same. when I was married have sure. that don't don't come at my friend or colleague and don't colleague friend acquaintance come at my husband like right it's not okay I don't right. like that I agree a hundred percent you keep it here with me me and you yeah also especially yeah. her husband's not there you know what I'm saying like she's yeah. in her corner by herself where's he at Mm. <laughs> I mean, was she it's wrong? My kids, though? are you sure? <laughs> That's oh. what I was saying. Yeah. Well, where where's your husband at? <laughs> but are you sure? Like, but are you sure? Oh, that was really good. That was Wasn't good. It? I had to rewind oh. it and watch it again. It was like perfect timing. Perfect. <laughs> that, that, was like almost, that was almost the Candace. Uh, it yeah, was. You know how like, um, when Candace and Mia were fighting, there's all these clothes of Ashley's face. Like, ooh, ooh, ah, yeah. ooh. I think you can insert her own face into that like comment yeah. directed at her. I did. And I loved um, the shots of Candace just eating her soup. <laughs> I'm going to sit yeah. here and eat my little food. Yes. And she's my like, husband. I am here for it because <laughs> she loves yeah. when they come for Ashley. Um, yeah. That was really funny. I enjoyed that whole scene. But I did think it was like such a interesting point. I didn't know that was the way of the world when you marry an older man where Mia's like, Ashley should know as someone who's married to a man of a particular age, you don't joke like that. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that. Um, not well, because like I, I did think Ashley would have said that to ev- anybody, but I guess now putting it I mean, in I context. I think she said it pointedly. I mean, she wasn't being like, oops, I didn't realize like, that could right. mean like because you're old you know she knew right. what she was saying yeah she was being ages not that, is that important what we're yeah yeah <laughs> 
Um, but it's just like, you know, interesting in this group because they they all, even Karen, everyone forgets, Ray is older than Karen. Yeah. Uh, so she technically is married to an older man. So now we have, uh, meanwhile, Karen's getting ready, fixing to jump out of the cake here, this situation. Oh, gosh. I mean, sweet, right? It's it's a thought that counts. Is that what we're gonna say? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, I but mean, you have respect for your elders, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she should have like just. I did a great thing. Giselle said it. She should have changed. Put on. I mean, yes. so she didn't know, but put on like a sparkly outfit. Some Something. Lingerie. It was just so dumb. Like <laughs> it was dumb. I was, was just wondering fun. how much did that whole fake cake cost for that like two second. Those things um, are expensive. Right? They are. They are. <laughs> they are expensive. Even to rent it. I mean, it's expensive or to, you know, customize it. It's not cheap. Yeah. So like <laughs> I, I was like, we need we needed more airtime at least. Um, what do y'all feel about this crab boil? Cause y'all are the East o- East Coasters. Uh it was pretty cold. <laughs> I, um, I don't cold eat crab. Fine if they have fires around. Um, it was the fanciest. I think they said it too, but that was the fanciest crab boil. She was like, where is the newspaper? (laughs) (laughs) I want to get my hands dirty. (laughs) So true. It's a lot of, a lot of seafood. A lot of seafood. A lot of seafood. And it it did look really cool. I don't eat that, but like I said, I don't eat, I'm a veg. So I don't know that. Don't look. Don't look, (laughs) but, um, a lot of crab, but I mean, that's what you eat at the Eastern shore. Yeah. That's, that's what you eat. You know? absolutely i remember those days um best best seafood i ever had though like i mean definitely Crabs now now i can tell it the is. difference um so now we go back we're returning back oh what are we rate hosting Let, let's let's uh <laughs> wendy said 10 all across the boards mm. what do y'all feel on hosting this trip <laughs> 7.5 yeah i agree with Shar. Seven seven point five. Okay, that's fair. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. Want, um, the point five, I think, needs to be like meant. Okay, point <laughs> five. Seven point five. I stand corrected. Seven point five. Um. So now we get back. The one that I give a three to. This is a horrible idea, Karen. I love you. I was not down with this butterfly. No. I, no. I was very sad about no. it. And then the ones that had the no. butterflies that died. That's, oh, so they died trapped in some box. Like, ugh right who i no yeah so i did not like that and then it's such a big anniversary like no i that was on her camp i would have gone a whole different route um you need you need an invite that matches that huge dress right that we saw in the promo lord yeah that wasn't it for me Mm -hmm. i did not like like dead corpse (laughs) no and then all of them are like terrified and like holding it away Um, yeah, no. So funny. So well, no, that just it, that that freaks me out. I mean, like I'm an animal lover, but I don't yeah, like same. bugs. I don't like bugs or moths or butterflies like, like that, and I don't like stuff trapped in a box. And I'm gonna open. <laughs> and she said to go open it outside. No, I kind of so agree with Giselle on this one. You could just send me a text message, or <laughs> you know, or, or just a regular invitation or an email. Oh, like send food. But, I don't know if you're gonna waste money. Like send me. Like, listen, she is but now you know she the only, ambassador of Surrey County. Surrey County. <laughs> but you know, she only did that for the people on the show. You know, everybody else probably got regular invitations. <laughs> she just had to do that for the show she did it was all for show but it was bad i was just i I cringed i was like oh poor butterfly that was better than was it atlanta where someone sent the mime or was oh, it Potomac? Oh, no, it was, it was Potomac. It was them. Um, and like Giselle was fighting Giselle. with them like over a dinner with Karen and the, the mime shows up. 
<laughs> that was so funny and awkward. Uh, oh, hilarious. That was definitely the worst. Okay, so now we get into this whole situation with Mia's mom. So I didn't want to say anything the last episode or the one before, um, but now it's, it's resurfaced. Back then, mm-hmm. I was really annoyed that when they left to the eastern shore, she's like, oh, I left the babies with my mom. And my thought was like, okay, you're, you barely know your mom. And like, she's coming out of rehab. She's coming out of prison sentence. I get that you're, you want to be tit for tat with your sister, but it's a different situation. She lives in that home. She doesn't know your kids. She doesn't know your agenda. And when you're leaving to the Eastern shore, I felt back then, like, you're just dumping them on her. That's so rude. But I didn't think dumping, but I think maybe her mom too. She's on the show. The mom's like, this is an opportunity for me to like redeem myself. I bet you her mom was like, oh, I would love to watch them. But then I think got she in felt her guilt head. over it for sure. But like, I originally thought like, why would you do that? Like, shouldn't there be a couple of like sessions where you're there also? I mean, mm-hmm. as a tia, my mom, my sister didn't just leave me. Um, Absolutely they were, not. They were, as the mom of exactly. a toddler right now. No, like right? you're, you're 100% correct. Yeah. So I, mean, I was three like kids, right? Yeah, that's it's not just one. It's a lot. That's a lot on your nervous system. And like, you don't really know them. You're barely rekindling this relationship. And then, and then Mia's just like leaving, but I, I held my judgment, but it comes down to this moment because I felt like, wow, you and G are doing a whole lot here. Um, I, I don't know. What did you guys think about this, this conversation about the mom? Well, I just think that, first of all, like you guys said, it's she leaves them. They, if they have so much money, she should have gotten a nanny mm-hmm. or she a has one. This is just like a thing, you know, like a, a thing, mm-hmm. a moment. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's one. Second thing is um, she shouldn't have left her mom with three kids. It's not just one. It's three. And that's a lot. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a weekend. And then to leave them again for her quote unquote stay- staycation mm-hmm. to celebrate their anniversary, like an additional day or whatever. They went somewhere else after the Chesapeake. That was a lot. And then she got upset with Candace for saying, your mom is this, your mom is broke down, whatever Candace said, I can't even remember. And then, but then she goes with G on, on camera with G kind of putting her mom on blast. So she's mm-hmm. doing what she got so upset about Candace doing, but now she's doing it. That conversation should not have happened on camera because that's what she, that's what she says she got so upset about before. hundred so, percent. I, I didn't like I didn't like that conversation. I agree. I felt like I know that she's trying to be transparent, but I thought the exact same thing. I was like, oh, no, I know. I don't think she's doing it like to be malicious, obviously. Right. But I don't think she realizes exactly what you said that like by her putting that business out there. That's also embarrassing for her mom. That's like not in the same vein as Candace is being rude to her mom. because coming from like being you know like vindictive and mean, but like without you realizing it you just talking to your husband and like venting about yourself. Cause she's probably just thinking it from her perspective, how it affects her. And that's part of the show. It's like her life, but she wasn't thinking about, oops, you're doing exactly what you said. Like you don't want other people doing, which is airing her business or making her potentially feel some way. Like, you know, hearing her stuff on a hundred percent on a TV show, you know, a hundred percent. That's what I thought too. I was like, Oh, well, if you were worried about her getting sent over the edge, girl, you just did it. Like, you are now saying this, which is way worse than the stranger that doesn't know her. You do. 
you know what she's been through. You know how hard she's trying. And you feel like, bad, like watching this back and maybe have a different perspective. She seems to really care, you know, like when she's telling her story, like, I think she's really like, it's hard. Could you imagine giving that person a second chance? Like, I, I don't know that I'd be as open as she's being like letting her watch the kids, like being welcoming into her life. You know, that's like, well, and that's what I mean. Like, I, I don't know how it works. Cause I'm not a mom, but like, as a Thea, I've never, like, it was years before I was allowed unsupervised, you know, <laughs> my, my sister was always like, what if she chokes? What if this, what if that, you know, rightly so. Cause I mean, it takes half a second. So I, I can't imagine, um, just putting so much on someone that has already been through a lot. This is not, you know, someone who's a professional homemaker. Um, why would you then expect professional homemaking knowledge of her? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just don't understand that. I would have done like an afternoon, kind of like how they were doing in the beginning, right? An ice cream shop. Let's feel it out. But I, how long were they, has she been around her kids though? Like, do you think this is, I mean, I would hope this isn't the first time she's surprised we're leaving for three nights. Or well, something. I don't think it's been that often because didn't she say at the beginning of the season that she hadn't even seen the little one yet? The, 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 the newest child, the daughter, I think. I can't, I can't remember, but so, maybe. so it can't be that. Yeah. Long. It hasn't been an established relationship. So that's why I was just kind of like, what are you thinking? And then to like, I don't know. It also felt to me, and this is just, you know, something I'm wondering subconsciously, are you then setting her up for failure? Like, how is it that you are like, okay, bye, I'm out. And then you're like, oh, well, look what happened. Girl, I could have told you that. <laughs> it's a lot. Yep. Like, how did you not think that through? And now you now you want to vill- make her the villain a little bit and be like, oh, she's always, I have those memories of her walking down. I'm like, girl, that's not the same. That's not the same. Cool. She wants cooler heads to prevail. Like, she's not, I don't know. I just, I. it was messy. I didn't like it. I didn't appreciate it. Um, I was very curious what y'all felt about that as the moms uh, on the podcast. Honestly, I wouldn't be able to enjoy myself, you know, like I feel like I'd be out and like, I'd be expecting like a call at any moment. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't see how you could go away for three days. Um, and like, like in Latino culture, I get that we do that a lot. Like it's a, it's a norm, right? I, I, so I'm not judging anyone that does have anyone's listening. Like we do that all the time in our, in our culture. What I'm confused about is, um, she's someone like new on the rotation. Like she's not yeah, an established, wonder, like in my member. head, I wonder if, like this could not have been the first time. So I wonder if they had worked up to like, where maybe she felt like, okay, this is going to be like, we've, you know, you've been babysitting like every Tuesday and Thursday or something. And like, okay, now fair, I feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cause the trip to like the one we're watching right now, this trip seemed to go, okay. The one she's talking about where she called her back, wasn't that a different, she said that was then they went yeah, on their anniversary they had a little, or something. Yeah. They had a little rendezvous or something. And then G like gets a staycation. into it, a staycation. Uh-huh. Yeah. So like, clearly she was able to take care of the kids like that's on this, true that's a good point mm-hmm. on this crab you know Eastern vacation shore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Eastern shore like crab oil episode is what they sorry in my head um and it worked out fine like she wasn't called back they didn't have any major issues so like there I'm saying there has to be some level of comfort I don't think she just dumped her kids on her mom like I don't Fair think enough. it was like that but I do think that maybe it was maybe the first time you know she had watched them and it went okay and kids are not the same. Like it's just you're not going to get the same experience watching three young kids 
like every time there might be one day where they're just full of meltdowns just just toddlerhood you know it's a lot so like, it's a lot yeah so she probably just had like a bad like day maybe she was in an off head space too like people forget being a mom especially of younger kids um is a lot especially if you're watching them all together and then put on top of that if you have you know you're dealing with mental health struggles like it can be overwhelming and you don't exactly. have privacy. You're literally going to the bathroom with like, like little fingers, like wiggling under the door or like <laughs> Where in are your you? lap. Yeah. That's like really real. Yeah. Like you don't have time to like decompress. Let me just have a moment. That doesn't exist. Yeah. That's, so that's no. what I thought it was. She was overwhelmed. Yeah. Um, and this is someone who's struggling already. And like, my heart really goes out to her mom. I feel like she's trying really hard and I feel like she's also feeling the massive guilt. And like you said, right. She probably was like, sure. Anything you want. She's trying to make it right. Mm-hmm. And so like, I don't know, I got real defensive about it. And I was like, back up Mia. Like he's up on her. No, I see your point for sure. I definitely don't but- think she just like left and this was the first time. And like, it all went to hell. I think her mom is trying to step up, but that three kids is a lot. Like it's that's a lot. Valid. And they're not her kids, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is, that's, that's a lot. Um, Moving on to another family dynamic, which was so funny, but at the same time, so sad because I love watching Giselle's girls rip on her. (laughs) But it was also like really sad. This was another motherhood moment. I was like, wow, there's a lot of like mom energy in this episode. Um, So I really wanted to get y'all's thoughts. What did you guys think about the girls um, really giving her a heartfelt, honest conversation saying that? I think her oldest Grace even said it's always going to be a struggle because we didn't see a house of like a marriage or love. And um, I think that's the first time I've ever seen Giselle kind of react with almost a tear, almost. Uh, What did you guys think? That was the next scene that followed the Mia and mom scene. So it was another mom moment. I think they're right. I mean, we all get the same feel as the stuff they were telling her. Um, but also it's important. I don't think she would listen to anyone else. Maybe Robin, you know, someone came at her with like honesty like that. So like for her to grow, I guess it's, it's sad, but it's also maybe she needs to hear that, you know, and, and obviously she's going to listen to them. So maybe this is like a good stepping stone for her to stop being like in her bullshit all the time. You know, she, she is very dry. Like, and she does come off as like, she doesn't care about anything. So food for well, and to their point, um, look at Mia, right? She also didn't grow up with, um, you know, an image of a healthy marriage, but she seems to have one. So I think that that is also hopeful. What do you guys, did you guys grow up with out of curiosity, like with images of like, um, you know, happy married couples or not really? Uh, I did like, fortunately my parents were, and they're still married, but they were like, even lovey-dovey still like always holding hands, like hugging, oh, kissing. So cute. I, I mean, they that. definitely fought. It was not like rainbows and you right, right, right. always, <laughs> That's um, so they're definitely though. flawed humans too, but definitely, uh, you could tell like that they flirt, you know, and were. Oh, I love that. That's so sweet. They're super cute. <laughs> Sara, did you grow up? Um, um, my parents were divorced. Yeah. Same Z's. Um, I didn't, my, my dad was not in the picture at all. So like I actually, and so mine's a little bit the opposite. I never even knew such a thing existed um, (laughs) until like later in college. I was like, oh my God, parents like live in the same house. Like why? Like I had a very different, I didn't understand that. I didn't know it. I didn't. So I I necessarily didn't miss it because he wasn't in the picture 
as far as my earliest memories, whereas to my sister did remember. And I think that that definitely had some, you know, ramifications. But Sarah, did you believe in love? I always believe in love. Right. I'm a hopeless always romantic. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, I'm guarded, you know, because of my experiences. Yeah, of course, of but, course. I, but I always, I always, and I tell my friends, you know, you know, I'm happy for them when they get married. I'm happy for them, you know, when they get in relationships, because I want to see my friends and you know, people I care about happy, you know, I, I, I believe in love. Absolutely. Same. I'm a sucker. I love love. I love it all. <laughs> Karen and Ray. I love all these couples. Yes. That's why I like Jersey so much. Um, yes. I love it all. So I'm like, Gracie girl, no, it, it's gonna, I hope they're, they're able to see it because all three of her daughters were very much, uh, you know, in the collective speaking like, oh no, we, you know, you've done some damage, mom. And well, I thought that can was I really- say something of about course. that? So mm-hmm. I was watching, my daughter came in and she watched a few minutes of that with me. And when Giselle was saying, oh, well, you know, um, I just, I want that, but I just don't want to want a man to tell me like what to do. Or like she was saying, I forgot what she was saying exactly. I don't want to have to report like financially or something to a man, something like that, that was Giselle was saying. And my daughter was sitting here with me watching. She's like, mommy, she sounds like you. That's what. <laughs> my own daughter who called me out she's like you sound like the same I was like, yeah. like oh dear and I looked at her and I was like oh god <laughs> not just out not just out <laughs> right I'm like because I understand what Giselle is saying for sure and of course you know I, I mean I definitely see it too you know and I'm just like oh god you know but but my daughter's not like you know not like saying oh well you know I want you to get married I want that but it's like but then I have to catch myself because she's like well right then she started saying well I don't want to I don't want to get married I don't have kids I'm like yes you do you do want to get married you do you don't want to be alone I'm telling her like you don't mm-hmm. want to be alone in life you want to get married you want to have children well, I don't know it just seems like a lot of work I said well just have one kid I said but <laughs> I said but your 20s are for having fun go get your yes. education yes. I said get you get your education travel the world go out party but number one thing is getting your education and then go have fun be free don't have what responsibilities except yourself and then you settle down later on in your 30s and stuff but your 20s are for you that's what I that's what I keep telling her I love it yeah um Giselle had a really good point maybe two three episodes ago where she told the girls I remember putting this in the Instagram stories this was one of the few moments that I'm <laughs> agreeing with Giselle um she said I don't you know I want you girls to not ever be in the situation I was in you know I want you to have your own security I want you to Mm -hmm. um be able to afford you know the things you need in life and I thought that was like so great and like you're saying Sada you know then there's the other side of the coin where um I do wonder what does that tell our, our daughters or in my case, like my niece, because uh, I'm always telling her that, too. I'm like, no, 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 you can't I, I tell her you can't marry until you're at least 27 because you're going to change. I'm like, remember how you were obsessed with like Peppa Pig and Dora and you don't even care for that anymore? <laughs> same thing, girl, same thing, you know, because I'm so afraid of her, like falling in love and getting married early young. And mm. I want her, like you said, to live and see and explore I feel now like Heather from Salt Lake City, right? 
Um, she's yeah. kind of going through that also. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I thought it was an interesting conversation with with the girls. It's very interesting them. because it's like you, that's where you make. I mean, I made tons of mistakes in my twenties, but that's what you. That's what your twenties are for. For sure. Don't live live life. Make mistakes. Have fun. Party. I say, and she's like, I don't want. It. She's so funny. I'm not gonna want to party. I'm like, yes, you will. You will. <laughs> yes, you will. Even if it's just for a little bit. Everyone, like, yes, you know, everyone. You're gonna bit. party. You have to have a nice little black dress in your closet. And she's like, Why am I gonna ha- want a black dress? I'm like, Just trust me. <laughs> Travel. So get your education. Like, just travel. Do, that is the pass the time in your life where mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about anybody else but yourself. And it's okay to be selfish. That's what it is. That's what your 20s are for. Mm-hmm. Make mistakes and learn from that. And it's so important. But, you know, secure. Yes, exactly. Secure your independence. Secure your financial independence. Mm-hmm. You know, so many women depend on their husbands. And then when they fool around or something happens, and then it's like, yes, you're that- on your own. And then what are you going to do? Yep. And to... Yeah. Um- grace's point i love you know the exiting shot where she's you know giselle's like i'm gonna do better and then of course her daughter's like well it's been 50 years of a struggle mom so i, don't know. <laughs> oh. I just love how they rip her it cracks me up they, they drag her i love they do. it it's so good it brings but me i like it shows like a human side of her yes, yes. <laughs> i genuinely enjoy every minute of them ripping her um So now we get to the cringe worthy moment that we now have expanded and Ashley Darby feels the need to tell us. Ashley Darby feels the need to let us all know that Michael Darby used to own the Watergate. Um, (laughs) I guess. I uh, roll. Sure. But I mean, what do we feel? I don't think he, he didn't own the Watergate. That's maybe what owned, I was uh, like. Oh. Maybe he owned a couple of apartments at the Watergate. Did you see his company own like owned it temporarily or something? Like not just himself by himself, but like right. Yeah. That's what I thought. I'm like, I'm sure it's turned over dozens of times. Oh, 100. Yeah. They couldn't keep it, and they had to end up selling it. Something like that. Like so. There you go. Um. At the beginning, when she was like, I don't know how Michael to feel about a staycation here because, or like she said to him, because he used to own it, but more so because I guess he lost it, not like he, right, or like they had to sell it, you know? Right. I was like, bless you, bless your heart, Ashley. You think you're Kathy Hilton. Oh, bless your heart. No. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) But, anyways, so we get down to this moment, and I, I love, here's what I love about Miss Ashley. Uh, she is all down for being Ugh. sexy and she's never let go of her Coronas. I appreciate that because I can't drink Corona. I can't. Uh, <laughs> so Ashley loves her Corona and whatever Ugh. pastry, pastries and Corona. That, that, that There you go, Ashley. That was a, <laughs> an interesting mix. <laughs> I was like, oh God, my stomach would have been turning. <laughs> I can't, Ugh. I can't drink Coronas. She just like oh. chugged like a yeah. <laughs> I mean, no judgment for that, but like the bubbles, like, how do you do that? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was like, Ooh, that's a brave mix of dessert <laughs> and Corona. Mm-mm. But anyways, um, what do we think about this? Uh, she goes to the therapist, no. right? And she says that she believes him. More importantly, do we believe him <laughs> that he's, uh, no. 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 <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, I feel like I feel for her knowing his history there's no way like there's no way he's just I mean okay there is way I know that having kids does make you exhausted you know but just with the history like she said there's she always has that what if in her mind Mm -hmm. and I'm like well like with for good reason like 
yeah. how do you not yeah. have that in the back of your, <laughs> your mind after the videos and stuff like that surface i'm surprised where is this vibe from him I he's know. so creepy yeah he's like a, a a lizard like creepy <laughs> scaly it's like um i don't know if you guys are harry potter fan never mind yeah like a, a no no my okay. daughter loves harry potter um, yeah. do you remember like in the end when harry goes this is like very specific <laughs> When he goes to Bethilda Bagshot's house and like the uh, the snake has been living in her like dead corpse, Ugh. like and it's just like a shell of a corpse, like that's what he reminds me of. It's like, <laughs> like uh, I'm gonna find nasty. that image and post it just <laughs> Sorry, for you. Sure. That was very very specific. <laughs> yeah, he just he gives me the creeps and then him him going on about Juan. It's just like oh, oh god, god, I know just something off. I don't know if it's the cheating that makes me like repulsed by him. Sorry, that's very strong, Ashley girl. <laughs> but I'm not a fan. Yeah, you're right. I forgot about that whole Juan thing, like him that monologue on. and the flashback. Yeah. <laughs> monologue and I mean it was like and then they did the flash he just like because yeah. he was like he was just going on and on and on and then the flashbacks and I was the producers you know do the little flashbacks oh, they're on yeah. it they're yeah. on it I was just like there's just I mean he's clearly like in love with Juan or something yeah um I don't know and, you know he just gives me weird creepy vibes like yes yeah, yeah like when they yeah. used to tell you don't take candy from strangers that's who they yeah. met <laughs> sorry like I yeah. don't mean to like call out the father of her children <laughs> Well, I mean, I kind of do, you know, that's what we're doing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but we do. That's why we're here. We do. <laughs> but you I know, know she's I mean, your favorites. Yeah. Uh, I feel bad. We, I love her. I think she's mm-hmm. awesome, but it's just like, I mean, she secured the bag. The bag is good. Right, she's right. got two kids from him. Two. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like her so I much more know. after becoming a mom. Like her energy is different for, for me real. too. Like I appreciate, she used to annoy me a little bit. Yeah, know? me too. Mm-hmm. I do um, like her mom. a lot more now post yeah. mom, mom life. Um, yeah, that was just cringe. That whole thing. It was so yeah. awkward. <laughs> I, I even like watched like squinting, like, don't do it. Don't do it. No. And then like, it's very clear to me or like in my brain that he's not interested or maybe it's just because yeah. the cameras are there, but like she goes in their conversation seems so like transactional, like just mm-hmm. like, it's not like flirty, you know, like you're saying the spouses from like New Jersey or just other spouses that get along. Um, there's like, they flirt with their spouses you know and you can tell it's like flirty and cute but like mm-hmm. he has no he's like yes thank you I appreciate that you are very pretty like wow yeah he's, he's like he was like you are a beautiful woman did you know that I mean with the Australian accent but like, no it's, it's exactly what you're content. saying transactional like yeah. not like keeping up says, like, you are a beautiful woman right like, <laughs> oh so yeah yeah, he's like, oh my has- gosh, you're my beautiful wife. I love you so much. <laughs> you're amazing. Like, not a he doesn't seem affectionate towards right, her. right. I, mean, I get I that being on camera is also very weird and awkward, but but he's been way more mean, relaxed. Like season one, he was fine. You know, um, maybe he's just scared now. <laughs> maybe, but it's his wife. You know, like what would you be uh, afraid of? Um, but yeah, definitely, it was just all cringe, all of it. <laughs> all of it i was just like oh make it stop Ooh. which clearly production was like thank god that's a wrap door closes <laughs> um they recorded what did he she goes i'll be here waiting he's like do you see all the buttons on the toilet it ends with her like sighing it was in the caption because like, i have oh. always captions on like <laughs> no i love captions yeah i must have turned away oh my god that's so funny. That's so that's awkward <laughs> 
God bless the producers that decided to leave that in, by the way. <laughs> they were like, yes. Love it. During yes. the Lord's work. Edit afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, so last, last storyline, yeah. we switch over to another mom story, Wendy and her mom. Uh, I got to say, Miss Susan is quickly uh, becoming one of my favorite moms. I kind of love her. Um, but what do, what do we think about this? First of all, why are we having this fight in front of the photographers? That's money. Like y'all need to be smiling. Uh, I thought those photos were beautiful, by the way, for her only yeah. candlelight. What do we think about this um, storyline with her and her mom? Uh, camera time. I mean, I, I don't it, know why yeah. she got so upset. Like out of, I mean, it wasn't necessary for her mom to get so upset over what Wendy was telling her about how, I forgot how she told her something and the mom said, that's said not true. I didn't, yeah, that. And her mom got really upset. And I was just like, it's not really a conversation to have at a photo shoot. But <laughs> <Right>. okay. <laughs> The yeah, best the part is everyone was chiming like, uh... in. They were like, "We're sorry too." <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. It starts with, and it's this storyline picking up of, I guess, Wendy transitioning, um, her career and the importance of what that um has in a lot of immigrant communities, um, because like not so much me, but definitely my sister had a lot of that burden of you know make sure you become this Mm -hmm. that or the other and I know other communities have also expressed that conversation so it's still that same that same theme and I guess the photographer was an engineer and then took an artistic route and became a photographer and he's African so Wendy is now showing her mom like oh do you see and her mom is not having it. And when I think Wendy says something like, oh, oh, the pressure, that's what she was talking about. The pressure that we have in the Nigerian community and the pressure you put on me, you never apologize to it where for it. Whereas her mom was like, yes, I did. And even though I've only known her but a minute on TV time, I'm like, no, ma'am, I'm sure you did <laughs> at all. Well, you know how like... <laughs> We have the same, like you were saying in our communities. And I know that, um, I have black friends who say the same, that their parents, like their parents never actually said, sorry, the way that their parents were apologized was similar to ours. They would offer you food. Food. Yeah. Let's go out somewhere. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, me, that's ready. Yeah. Like they don't actually say the words, I'm sorry. Like I did something wrong because they're the parents and they weren't taught how to do that. Like it's humbling. You have to humble yourself to apologize. And that's not something like we're taught to respect our elders, you know? Right you're not taught to tell your kids who are in, supposed to be inferior to you and like learning from you to say, you sorry, possibly ever do anything wrong and apologize for it. You know? Yeah, you're right. It is. True. I'm sorry. Yeah. Or like, you want to go out, you know, somewhere uh-huh. like, we're, vamos pa fuera, like, come on. Like, compro algo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah. Let's go to the shop. Like, what do you guys something. feel about that? Now that your mom—that's an interesting question, a very valid point. Thank you for bringing that up. Um, what do you guys feel about that? Like, now that your mom's yourself, and this notion within our communities, and and for the sake of our show specifically, our Latino community, about apologizing to our children. Um, do is that necessary? do you guys feel that like would you would you all expect apologies from your parents 
and vice versa would you do you think you should apologize to your children um what are your thoughts um okay for me I have a toddler but we've been parenting it's called like gentle parenting since like from the get-go that's something I always knew I wanted to do um to kind of change like generational cycles you know we have that Mm -hmm. like where we got spanked or like smacked with a spoon or ears pulled Mm -hmm. you know stuff like that screamed at you were told to be quiet like people measured your parents' success on how quiet and like imperceivable you are <laughs> like as a child, right? which is ridiculous. Like children are whole people as well. And that's something like, it's hard, but I know a lot of parents, especially like, like Latina, like in my family, like my generation, my cousins are just a little bit older. We've all tried to do better and different. And part of that does involve like treating your kids like whole people like they're not just idiots you know we're like yeah. stumbling around the world like they have opinions and feelings as well um so for me yes um growing up obviously you're taught to respect your elders and you come from that mentality so it's like hard to think of like your parents being like oh God, I'm so 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 sorry like <laughs> about your feelings and something yeah. like that but if you notice like if you have you know relationships and conversations like this with older people you know tias tios like your mom's abuelas whatever um as they get older, a lot of them soften up and they start to Take say, like, I wish yeah. I would have been nicer. Like, I wish, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, Miha, like my mom said, like, was, like said something to my toddler and my mom was like, that was really kind. Like, you know, the way you speak to her is like impressive, you know, it's very respectful, but you got the point across. It's not permissive, but it mm-hmm. is like, Hey, like I'm talking to you, like, you know, like respectfully, like you're a person. Um, so yes, I apologize almost every day to my kid. Like, sorry, I didn't mean to lose my cool. Um, you know, sorry that I rushed you, things like that. And so, okay, here's a hug. And then you go on and then they know it teaches them to do the same thing. So I've seen now my child is three and she'll say, you know, I was frustrated. I'm sorry that I yelled at you. Just like out of nowhere. (laughs) Like it could be like hours later. She'll be like, you know, I didn't mean to like, you know, throw that ball at you because I was frustrated I'm sorry mama and she'll just give me a hug oh it works it's in action it's hard as fuck but (laughs) but I think it's worth it and like it's something you have to like unlearn like you're teaching yourself and parenting yourself a hundred percent we're reteaching ourselves Yeah. yeah it's hard you know it's really funny because I was having this conversation with um a friend of mine, we were talking about those generational wounds and like a part of me thinks it's ridiculous to have to ask our parents for apologies now. And that's why I was asking you what you thought. Cause I yeah. feel like that comes from like what I was telling, you know, my friend was like, that comes from like a point of privilege too. Like for sure. We are now privileged that we can have these conversations and like, Um, My mom was a single mom just trying to make ends meet. Um, I I could never reclamarle, right? And be like, let me, let me tell you something. You can see both sides of it because you can see her perspective as well. A hundred percent. But to your point, I do remember when my niece was a lot younger, you know, she was maybe a toddler, like somewhere in that three to five, maybe even six range. And I remember, um, my sister was like, she's not talking to me or something like that. No, it wasn't my sister. It was one of my really good friends. That's what, that's what it was. It was one of my really good friends. She was like, no, she's not talking to me. I said, did you apologize to her? Like, you haven't said you're sorry. 
why should she talk to you? Because she was like, she just keeps ignoring me. And I'm like, yeah, because you were mean. You didn't say sorry. Yeah, like you were mean. <laughs> yeah, because I, I was on the, I was on FaceTime with her when it happened. I was like, yeah, because you didn't say sorry. You should apologize to her. Like she has feelings just because she's little, you know. <laughs> um. So, yeah, you're right. There, There is. And then she did like she stayed on FaceTime and she apologized to her. And I said, Aww. yeah, now you need to like give her time to decompress that. You know, because you're your mommy and you were mean. <laughs> yes. And also, like, I think we don't realize too, we internalize a lot of the stuff our parents did. There's always that joke that you wake up one day and you're like, oh shit, I'm my mom or like I'm my dad or like, <laughs> right. I'm my tia, you know? <laughs> right. But it's because like you internalize and like learn what's shown to you. So if you're like for me, apologizing is so awkward. Like it literally makes my skin crawl. <laughs> like it's so ugh, I'm a Scorpio too. Like, oh, that's funny. I don't like being vulnerable. And that's what that is. You know, when you're admitting you were wrong or you did something wrong. Um, and I was never taught, you know, like our parents didn't go like, hello, I'm so sorry <laughs> for right. what I just did to you. Right. <laughs> um, so I want my daughter to have the opposite feeling and not be scared and to just like, and you can see the difference, like teaching her, she very freely is like, Hey, sorry about that. Or I'm sorry. I'm frustrated. I, need I love a that. And she's only three. <laughs> so like, cute. And she can like articulate her feelings better than like I can. I love that though. She's going to be like so much better uh, when she's older than the rest that's of the us. goal, right? Yeah. Is to not mm-hmm. continue and pass on like what fucked us up. <laughs> right. Right. Um, no, I love that. And that, that's kind of what I was thinking of when you were talking right now, because it reminded me of a different conversation. And then there were like just so many mom moments this episode, right? So many different types of moms we, we see, um, you know, Wendy's mom who like pushed her and pushed her, which is what Wendy's mom's point is. Wendy is saying like, you pushed us, you pushed us. And Wendy's mom's like, yeah, what's the problem? You're successful. So like, I understand her mom a little bit because she reminds me of a. You could tell her mom got a little bit like <laughs> about. It. I think her, her her mom's feelings, but again, like yeah, our old elders they don't like to be vulnerable. They don't right. like showing that, you know. Yeah, and I think Wendy's like where we're at, right? Trying to trying to bridge these two um, yeah. generations, and. And then we have Mia's mom situation. Then we see Giselle as a mom. Um, so there's just like so many great different types. And Ashley, Ashley's a very yeah. like earthy, hippie, different type, much a much more of a modern mom, I would think, right? I think that's kind of like um like new age. But new also age. it's funny because all this new age stuff is literally based in like what our indigenous indigenous like, ancestors. <laughs> yep. Yeah, uh-huh. exactly. So a little bit of <laughs> I have to eye roll a little bit, Ashley, because she posts a lot of like white accounts that are like, you know, oh, super whitewashed, like yoga. I mean, not that I don't know that she is thinking about this, but yoga as a whole, especially when you're in a big city is pretty mm-hmm. whitewashed, you know, it's, like, absolutely. Colonized, like hella mm-hmm. colonized. Um, so for someone who I think she's like learning and it's like, a, she got her certification and stuff. Like, I don't see her post a lot of diverse, like yoga, spiritual accounts, like stuff like that. And I'm like, hmm. side eye that Mm -hmm. totally that makes sense i feel like ashley would have known a lot of the lulu distributors um if anybody saw the amazon show about lulu whatever the yoga pants um but it was predominantly white women um yeah that's a really great point you bring up about the new age trend because yeah i'm on my like on my other social media pages i'm big about 
always reminding folks that these are based in indigenous um, traditions and you should support mm-hmm. like indigenous women or or uh, Latina women, you know, we share indigenous DNA. This is our ancestral knowledge, our culture. And then also like, I remember when there was the Champeta challenge that came came out and I was like, don't forget, this is based in Afro-Latino mm-hmm. cu- culture and community. Um, and like the black community of Colombia, like if y'all are going to, and I remember posting, if y'all are going to be kicking this off on Zumba, I better see Afro-Latinas up in there. You all better That's hire right. them as instructors to teach champeta, you know? Um, yeah. So I'm very big on that too. And there's been so many conversations about how the new age trend is totally colonizing and co-opting indigenous culture, right? Yeah. There's a lot of erasure like Mm -hmm. (laughs) in a lot of these aspects. Um, I work with, um, a baby wearing company and obviously they've, this team is, you know, they're progressive and they're, it's run by two white women, but they have expanded their team to include, you know, like black women, Latinas, um, that they collab with people, you know, of all walks of life basically. Um, and they've learned a lot, but in that space, there's a lot of people who are like trying to patent certain carries stuff that like indigenous women or black women have been doing for like centuries, you know, and it's become a huge topic like currently. Um, so it's interesting to see like all these little pockets of different things that are being called like trendy now. And like, you see them in like basic bitch, you know, blogger Instagram. Yeah. I found this like baby carrier thing. It's like a piece of fabric, you know, I'm like, (laughs) so annoying. I roll. I can't. Yeah. I remember last, year during like the height of the pandemic um because we are still in a pandemic uh if anyone is going through that I think sometimes we get comfy and my heart goes out out to anyone that's going through this because I I've now had um you know it's it's I don't know we kind of forget but like um the novios family is going through it and and so it's been a very big wake-up call so my heart goes out to anyone that has family that's going through that we are still in a pandemic please be safe out there please wear your mask please get a vaccine i've never hidden common sense channel common sense yeah you're right thank you thank you this is a common sense channel and we've never hidden that so please wear your mask please get vaccines um in this particular case um they were vaccinated but someone they came into contact was not and so please, you know, we're still living in it, but going back to what you were saying about mental, uh, mental health, when we were at the height of the pandemic, I started, um, uplifting a lot of Latinos in the mental wellness space and also, um, um, black leaders in yoga and mental health and, and wellness. Cause I feel like our, our communities still struggle with it being taboo and us, and we've talked about this before, which I love that Potomac has kind of open that dialogue for us, how, you know, our, all cult, our cultures, and I'll speak specifically Latino, um, it's still kind of taboo and we don't really touch on it. So I love that we've now seen a little bit of more uh, visual, visual, um, you know, now we can search social media and whatnot and find our leaders that, that are kind of, um, moving forward. There's Latinx therapy and like, there's other just individual people that are doing great work and trying to break down those, um, stereotypes around. Yeah, for sure. But I love that we, um, we have that conversation and that we have more spaces for 
And I think it was an Afro-Latino that invented the app, one of the big audio apps that boomed in mental wellness um, at the beginning of the last summer. And, and I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but he was an Afro-Latino. And so I just love that we are making movements in this, in this space. Going back to the whole Ashley Darby of it all. So if anyone's listening, don't uplift, uh, you know, people that are co-opting and colonizing. Find Latinos, find Black leaders um, that are elevating these spaces because they're out there. They're out there. We just need to show them the love on social media. So I think that was a great point, Shar. I appreciate that. Um, But anyways, what else um, are we going into for? Oh, the wedding. That's That's what's next. So 25 years. Karen and Ray, we're making it down the aisle. Yeah, they're making it down. <laughs> yeah, we're make, we'll see. We'll see if Karen makes it down the aisle holding on to that railing with that dress. Oh, man. Um, who picks a down? I do want to see that. I do want to see that. <laughs> I can't wait to see that. I want to see it in the fight that goes down. But I was just like, even when we saw the venue, like, those are some steep stairs. And she's not, I mean, like my <laughs> knees hurt. Like, I'm like, you know, almost mid thirties. Like my knees hurt on the daily. Like, if I've been down too long, like, I can't imagine like trying to get down, you Those know, stairs. and that dress was heavy dress. Yeah. Yep. Anywho. Yeah. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Finally, the wedding is here. I'm excited. And I think we're almost done with Potomac, right? There's not too many episodes left. So I wonder what's no, going to next take week is the finale. Yes. Next already. The finale. That's the finale. The wedding. Yeah. yeah. Yes. We don't even get to see post wedding. <laughs> oh, I guess the reunion, huh? Mm. Well, we'll see. So now, okay. Now I have to go in with different different eye set but um are you guys watching beverly hills reunion yes yeah you guys want to give uh, any thoughts to the viewers <laughs> as you're exiting out <sighs> break it down y'all go for it mm. sure go ahead go mm. first <laughs> can uh i just want to say that i love garcelle and crystal like love them mm-hmm. i'm so happy they're here um they are beautiful and hilarious and have found a way to, you know, have important conversations and still also keep the spirit of like housewives bullshit, you know, surfacey TV, like <laughs> keep it fun and a little bit dramatic. Um, I don't know. As far as Erica, I, I still stick with my story that I don't know that she knew what was happening specifically, like the, the exact like things like the that were going show. on. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think I 100% stick by the fact that she's being coached by lawyers on what to say and what not to say. And that she basically could be guilty by like association and by ignorance, you know, just by turning Mm -hmm. the other cheek, but she's definitely like, where's the remorse for the victims? Like I, I don't get it. At no point has she like cried. Like Crystal said in the, the thing like where's your anger towards tom like where's your like where's any sort of remorse mm-hmm. i mean unless she's been we wouldn't know this but like unless she's been told do not say anything about mm-hmm. the case at all maybe but i don't know i think she's a cold-hearted bitch <laughs> yeah she and is. she doesn't just, look great i'll say that as far no. as like glam go for it no like i just I don't, it's just her whole attitude is just nasty. It, mm-hmm. It's hard to feel bad for somebody who just comes off very, like, no empathy, the I don't give a fuck attitude. I don't like that. It doesn't make you want to be on her side. So that's 
the problem that the viewers have. That's the problem that Garcelle Sutton, that's what it is. It, 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 she doesn't, you know, she doesn't come off that way. And kind of like what they said tonight was that, you know, like Kathy Hilton said, oh, well, other people have been, you know, had charges and stuff filed against them. But then Andy Cohen was like, yes, but they weren't victims. That's the mm-hmm. whole thing with her is different. Mm-hmm. They're yes. actually widows and, and orphans victims. and victims. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and she doesn't come off like there's no humility. Any sympathy. There's mm-hmm. no room. There's mm-hmm. nothing. And then the Instagram and all that. And she's like, well, that's how I'm making money. But it doesn't matter. There's just there's no there's nothing there's no humility there's no any type of like even if you have to stay silent you can still be quiet about it or just handle stuff with grace and yeah grace that it's that attitude that that sucks well i'm catching up so that's why i wanted you guys to give the viewers your takes on it um i'm gonna catch up by lisa renna bye just Bye. I'll keep that. In. I mean, I was done with her before, but yeah, no, um, I'm dying to see this whole thing. I, I have them all recorded right now. I'm going to catch up on, on them, but I did uh, binge watch like the rest of the season before reunion uh, part one took place. Um, and I was just like, uh, this, this is a stretch. <laughs> like every story she gave, I was just like the snowing in like California. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I think that's what I saw trending on Twitter, like reunion night one. It was like, I just want to know where it was snowing in Pasadena. Like, (laughs) um, it's very interesting to play out. So I wanted to hear what you guys were going to say, because it was running um, on my TV while we were recording. So I'm going to watch that right after this. But good to know Let the viewers know what you guys what you guys thought, because I know everybody is watching Beverly Hills right now. But we will be back for Karen and Ray on their 25th anniversary wedding. So you guys keep it here with us. And, you know, we always love to talk about other random things that pop in. So make sure you don't miss next episode. Latinas watching Bravo. Bye, guys.